Would you like to be happier? Would you like to have a stronger marriage? Would you enjoy having a better relationship with your children, your parents, your siblings, your friends, the people that you work with? Wouldn't we all? In a world where we have everything at our fingertips, have more wealth than can be imagined, and are protected by many devices, God has been replaced. People are experiencing loneliness, stress, depression, and a host of many other mental illnesses. The temperature of the world continues to rise as people try to figure out what to do about climate change. Crime continues to rise as people spread further and further apart to keep themselves from harm. What if the answer to all these concerns is God? Join me on this podcast as I journey through a passage that has shaped the life of my wife and me. Psalm 127. This passage holds the keys to what ails the world. I absolutely believe it. Join me in this podcast as we journey together talking about life, love, work, play, all of it, just to figure out if God is really the most important thing in our lives. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Unless the Lord. I'm your host, Alan Getty. So excited this week um, to talk to you guys about fear. Now, last week we we dove into the idea of of some fears that maybe are not real, but but are fears nonetheless. And how we talked about that healthy fear is not bad, but that fear can be crippling and that we need to avoid that. So um, again, my name is Alan Getty, and um, I wanted to talk to you guys today about a healthy fear. Now, before I get going, I just wanted to share something with you. So um, I always do my podcast Saturday morning. Um, well, at least I try to always do my podcast Saturday morning. And this morning, um, <clears throat> I got up, had my coffee, read my Bible, and uh, my daughter got up and I said, okay, I'll come in and do my podcast in a little bit. Um, she knows I do my podcast. She's eight years old. She gets it. So she's, she's fine. Um, so I'm in here doing my podcast. And before I came in here last week, I did my podcast on the road. And so my little microphone here is, is in my truck. So I have to go outside and get my truck, put my jacket on. And I think, oh, I'll just, I'll just do the podcast from outside. It's a beautiful morning. Step outside, and I look up, and I can see where the drip system has has separated, and I've got water going everywhere, and it's not a huge thing. But I think, well, I'll, I'll go look at that. And in my initial thought... <laughs> I said, well, I'll just slap this thing back on here with it still running. Um, by the way, not the smartest thing to do, uh, and it did not work. Instead, I got very wet. <clears throat> so uh, finally just turned the hose over so it would stop so it wouldn't have water everywhere. And I can still see that it stopped, so I'm good. I've, I've done my job. But anyway, in the process, got all wet came back inside and said, well, I'll just do it from inside because now I'm wet and I don't want to be cold. So how's that for a morning? It was pretty funny. So 
Um, I, I was reading um, some of the fears that people sent me, and, and one of them, I just want to discuss this really quick. Um, the fear of, of not being able to care for yourself when, when you're older. I think this is a real fear, and I, I wouldn't tell people to, to not do this fear, but that fear made me think about um, what, what are the things that we do now to make sure that we are not there. And, um, and then also got me to thinking about some things that I do. So one of the things I started doing, and I've always been somebody who, who exercises, who moves. I don't like being sedentary. Um, it's, it's a real, it, it actually, if I have a day where I don't do anything, I actually, I actually have pain from that day. Like it's not, it's not my favorite thing to do. Um, <clears throat> my body is much more, it's much more, um, happy when I'm moving a lot, when I'm working outside, when I'm hiking, when I'm doing so, I mean, I know that rest is good. And so I do rest, but, but on days where I don't do anything, I tend to have or my back aches or something like it's really weird how it happens. But anyway, um, I didn't, I haven't exercised on a regular basis for several years. Now I would do some exercising, but to say I exercised regularly was not in my vocabulary. About two years ago, or yeah, almost getting close to two years ago, um, I had really been wanting to join a gym uh, and get myself working out on a regular basis. Now, the problem that I've always had whenever I join a gym and there's a reason why I hadn't been in the gym for a while. It blew out my knee, um, had uh, surgery, and sort of just was always afraid to really work out again. One of the problems I have when I work out is I go and I immediately start lifting like I was 16. And it really, you know, it would, it would almost, uh, it was discouraging because... I couldn't do what I used to do, or I'd work so hard that I, I, I wouldn't want to go again. So about two years ago, um, my wife bought me a, a tonal. That's kind of an expensive piece of equipment, but a tonal is basically like a workout machine. It's almost like a Peloton bike, but it's weightlifting. And so we had talked and she decided this is what I want to get for your 50th birthday, all, all of those things. So I, um, we got it and I just finished my 301st workout yesterday with it, which, well, we'll go into all the details here, but, but the reason I'm telling you this is because as I thought about um, that fear, that that real fear of having to have others take care of you, not being able to care for yourself, not being able to live your life as you get older, um, I thought about just how there are things we can do now 
to hopefully help for that. In fact, one of the things that I I read was that do what you do now at 50 and at 60 and at 70 is so that you can do less but still do the same thing at 80 and at 90. I think about my dad who is 80, 82 this year and still plays golf, still walks, still hunts, still does all of those things because he's always done those things. And so it, it brings to mind the idea that, yeah, if you, if you do these things now, you'll still be able to do those things when you're older, barring any, I mean, obviously there's certain things that happen. So all of that to say that it got me to thinking that what do we do about a fear? So let's say that fear is I want to be able to take care of myself when I'm older. Well, what are you doing now to do that? You know, we talk about, you know, retirement. We talk about um, getting yourself in a position so that when you're older, you're not depending on other people. Okay. So what are you doing financially what you need to do? Are you are you living in the place where you can live? Are you are you are you working your body? Are you walking? Are you are you doing things now that will benefit you when you're 90? That's the question. So, and all of that made me think about um, the working out and all of that made me think about Proverbs 1:7. And Proverbs 1.7 says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So here is where this kind of took me today. And I know it's kind of a little bit off base, but it really made me think about this. So I told you earlier that... <clears throat> um, you know, a lot of people have always kind of struggled with the fear of the Lord. What is the fear of the Lord? And there's respect for the Lord. So that idea of, of doing what God says will help you live a really good life. And I, I love that idea. Um, when I started working out, I've told, I told you I would go to gyms and I would, because I lifted weights in high school, because I did all these things in high school, I'd think, well, I'll just get on and I'll just... I'll bust out 160 on bench press and then I'll go and I'll do high knees and then I'll go and I'll do this and then I'll go and I'll do that. And um, I would get done working out and I was miserable and I was in too much pain to really want to go back. So, <clears throat> and also a lot of times I would hurt, like not just muscle hurt, but hurt. Like parts of my body would be in pain. And, and, as, a, and as I'm 51 years old now, those pains are real. You know, the, the shoulder pain is real. The, the knee pain is real. Those joints have, they've just, I've beat them up over the years. So I had to come up with this, what am I going to do to stay healthy, to be, to look how I want to look, to, to be who I want to be. And this tonal, and I, I don't want to advertise it too much. I don't have like a heavy listenership, so I'm not too worried about that, but this tonal did something that I think is unique. It's like having a personal trainer in my home. I wouldn't pay for a personal trainer to, uh, because I think, well, I can, I can do it on my own. Uh, 
but the tonal forced me to have a personal trainer. So the first thing I had to do on the tonal was a weight assessment. So they, they basically, the tonal was like, here's how you use the tonal. It's all video based. So you get these videos and it's computer. And so it's a little bit like playing a, playing a video game. So it, it fit me because I like video games. So um, it tells me, okay, you're going to do this lift. And, and it says lift as hard as you can, as fast as you can for five reps. So here's your bench press. Okay, go. And you lift five times. And and as you're lifting, you can feel the weight change. It's crazy weird. And then do this lift. And then do this lift. And then do this lift. And then at the end of that, it gave you a strength assessment. It said, this is, this is how strong you are based on these tests that we just did. So that that sounds... That sounds great. Made me feel very weak, right? And then I, and then you have to start, you kind of have to start working out. You kind of go, okay, well, we did the strength assessment. So the tonal remembers your strength assessment and bases all the weight that you lift and everything on that strength assessment. So for instance, um, I was... I was actually very disappointed in my strength assessment. So in my first workout, I felt like I wasn't doing that much. And I remember thinking, this thing is useless. Um, but then, and I'm just going to give you some, some, just some rock, like some, like some solid stuff here from my, from what it means to slowly work out. But I listened to that machine tell me what I could and couldn't do. And here's why. Because something in me at some point said, I'm going to trust what I've already done, what I've already given, and so that that way maybe I won't have pain. One of my favorite things that's happened over 301 workouts is... When I first started working out on the tonal, every time I would do a squat or a lunge or something of that nature, I had to put my knee brace on because I had knee surgery. Now I do not have to put my knee brace on and I'm lifting way more weight than I was in that first workout. Also, my heart rate in the first workout I ever did 300 workouts ago was 180. I mean, I almost fainted. I was just like dying. Uh, it could have been up to 200. I don't know. Now my workout heart rate is about 165. And there are some workouts where I do get pretty tired, but but I'm able to continue. Um, <clears throat> I tell you guys all of this to kind of go back to the idea of the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. So when you when you think about um, what a healthy fear is. A healthy fear, fear of the Lord, is a fear that directs us how to move forward. So here's what I'm saying is, let's say um, I've got a decision to make in life. Well, if I respect the Lord and I have a healthy fear of the Lord, then I'm going to really think about what 
I mean, I don't have to, I don't have to like pray to God and have him give me a, a verbal answer. I can go to his word, go to the word that God has provided me. And my healthy fear of God will look at his word and look at the stories and look at his edicts and his, and his um, promises. And I can go, that's a bad decision because God would not, God would not honor that decision. And that's the fear of the Lord. Does that mean that I'm afraid that if I don't do what God tells me to do, he's going to strike me down with lightning? No. It means that because I know the Lord, because I know what God, what God's desire is for my life, and because I know what he's told me to do, that I then <clears throat> can do what he tells me to do. It can be like, hey, this is a good decision. God would honor this decision, so therefore I'm going to make this decision. Versus, this is a bad decision. God would not honor this decision, so I'm not. There could be consequences for this decision, not because God's going to strike me down with lightning, but because God has already given me all of His truths, and all I have to do is follow those truths. Um, give you a quick. Example. I love country western music love country western music especially classic country western music and there was a song on yesterday it's a song i've i've heard several times and it just as i was thinking about this and thinking about the fear of the lord and thinking about our fears i i listened to this song and i thought wow what huh, so much here <laughs> and the song's called almost persuaded it's it's an old song it's it's about this guy who I don't know he he I guess he decided to stop off at a bar on his way home from work that's pretty typical country western stuff and he stops off at a bar and he's sitting at a bar stool or he's sitting at a table and a lady comes and sits at the table with him and at some point they hold hands and at some point they they um they dance and He's almost going to kiss her. And then he looks at the reflection of the glasses or something and sees his wedding ring. And he goes, oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm married. I can't do this. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So it says he goes home. And don't know if, if he sings this song to his wife. I don't imagine it would make his wife happy. So he writes the song and then he tells everybody later. I... My, my point is this, is if we look at a healthy fear of the Lord and we go, okay, here's, here's some things that God says. And just look at that song, right? We don't commit adultery. We don't do these things. Um, why the heck was he in the bar in the first place? And then I'm thinking, why does he go dancing with this female. All of these things to me are not really making wise decisions based on the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge because the fear of the Lord makes you think about what the proper decision would be. And I'm telling you that Proverbs 1-7 could be the most important verse for many people in this world. Like, if we fear 
the Lord. And we fear the fact that God created this world and in it he created these these rules, these simple rules. You know, don't don't murder. Don't covet. Only worship him. All these simple things, right? <clears throat> and we follow them. It doesn't mean we'll be rich. doesn't mean we'll be wealthy. But it does mean that we will probably avoid some of the disasters that people simply invite into their lives for not having the fear of the Lord. So all the other fears that we have, I mean, the fears that I have as I get older, you know, of not having enough money, of, of, of not being attractive to my wife, of all those weird fears that don't mean anything. You know, my kid's not liking me. Um, all those things are just so, they're, they're baseless fears, and they don't help me do anything right. But the fear of the Lord, having a healthy fear of the Lord, is the beginning of knowledge. In other words, if I will turn my decisions and say, unless the Lord is in this decision, it will fail. And I think that way, and I move that way, and I talk that way, I believe I don't, I don't think I'm going to be rich, I'm going to be famous, but I think things that I fear won't befall me because I'm fearing properly. I'm respecting the Lord. Just like when I started working out. I know that this analogy may not be worthwhile, but it's my analogy, so deal with it. Just like when I started working out, I didn't I didn't go nuts and do so much that I hated the machine. No. I listened to the machine and I did what it told me to do. And now here I am, 301 workouts later. I do workouts that are 40, 45 minutes long and I do them. The only thing that really bothers me about them is it's 45 minutes of my day. That's the only thing that bothers me now. But before, when I first started, I was doing 30 minutes, beginner exercises, beginner weights. Now I'm 301 workouts, doing 40-minute exercises, intermediate weights, intermediate moves that develop muscles that probably I've never developed in my life. <clears throat> so my point today is, isn't that you go get a tonal and you work out. My point today is this, is that God has given us some great instructions in his word. And that if we will fear the Lord enough to go to his word, read his instructions, and make decisions based on what we believe the Lord would do, certain disasters, certain catastrophes probably will not befall us. So today... Fear the Lord. Respect His edicts. Understand His word. And you will get knowledge. Have a great week. Remember, 
My book, Unless the Lord, is out in print, ebook, and audiobook. The best way I have found to get all three or to figure out which one you want is Apple, Apple Books, but um, Amazon with audio, with Audible is also great. Please let people know about my book. Let people know about my podcast if you like it. If you don't like it, oh, well, I mean, don't listen to it. What can I say? Just kidding, really. Uh, it seems weird that I would take 20 to 25 minutes out of every day just to talk to you guys. Um, it's not a great podcast. I don't have like massive guests or anything, but I think what, what I'm talking about is is valuable. So this week, think about Proverbs 1.7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and begin to get some knowledge. Have a great week.